If you find that you don't have a healthy relationship with money together, you need, you need to fix that. It is one of the top reasons that couples don't survive together. Don't, don't thrive together. Fix it. Could you imagine how great your life would be if you didn't have that problem? It would be amazing. Welcome to Living a Budget. My name is Katherine Vanderlaan. I'm a financial and career coach at Saber Street. This podcast is for people who are hungry to get to financial independence and retiring early, which means getting out of debt, saving like it's second nature, and setting up your life to pay it forward. Living a Budget is about so much more than just budgeting. We tackle the hard topics, all with the goal to have as much fun as possible while getting to financial independence and retiring early, whatever that looks like for you. I firmly believe you can have fun while getting to financial independence because I've done it myself and I know you can too. Let's get started. Welcome to Living a Budget, Episode 8, Money and Control. This is a little bit of a different episode. It is completely and totally unscripted. I tend to write things down before I say them, but this one is just coming right out of a meeting that I had with a few different clients actually this week where money and control were the issues. So we are where are we now? Uh, we're at the beginning of October and September is generally a really hard month in September. You know, people lose control of their money. Seasons change seasonal something disorder happens. I don't know. My daughter was telling me about it. Basically the sun, there's, there's not as much sun and people start feeling it, right? They start getting depressed. But also a lot of things break in September and I don't know why, but maybe it's, it's the temperature change. Who knows? A lot of things break and people need to use their emergency funds. And as it gets colder in different climates, different things break and, and people get sick and there are more doctor's appointments. Anyway, September and the beginning of October are months of incredible financial strain. And when there's strain, People, people fall back on their old way of doing things. They fall back on habits that aren't good for them. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that, that control. (sighs) This is actually, this is really not a, it's not a fun thing to discuss, but it is life and it happens so much. So let's talk through a few scenarios. The single person who has control issues around money and and control issues and and doesn't want to plan because of it. The single person who likes to control other people with money and the married people or coexisting at least who like to control their significant other, their partner, their spouse with money. And that last one, that one is actually called financial abuse. So we're going to get into that just a little bit and what to do about it from both sides. So this, again, you can imagine this is not an easy episode and it's not really a fun episode, but listen to it, please. 
if you have any control issues around money or you think you might, if you feel like you, you know, if anybody in your life has told you that you are a controlling person in any regard, please listen to this episode. So let's talk first about the single person who likes to control their lives, their plan, and their money, and really doesn't like it when other people mess that up. So I, most of my clients, many of my clients, not most actually, but many are single people. I've worked with a lot of single people. And oftentimes I hear, you know, I, I need accountability. I'm having trouble budgeting. I've, I've let my money go out of control. I feel a a lot of shame and embarrassment. I'm anxious around money. I don't know what I'm doing or I did know what I'm doing. And, but I just can't seem to follow my own plan. That's all budget is. It's a plan. A budget is not a problem. Having control of your money is not a problem. It's when you cannot control your money and you cannot control yourself or you are trying to use it to control someone else that it becomes a problem. Or when you want to control it so much and you are so inflexible that you get mad at other people for screwing up your plan, that's when it becomes a problem. So let's talk about that. Let's say you're on vacation and you have it all planned out. You know your expenses and you have your your itinerary for every single day. Then somebody comes along and messes that up. How would you react? What would you say? What would you do? How you react is how you know whether you have a control problem or not. If somebody comes in and and they mess up your itinerary and, you know, they come in and they need something from you or, or if they have something more fun for you to do and, and you go along with it and you're like, okay, yeah, sure. That's fine. I'm flexible. Then you don't have a control problem. If you look at that and you say, I can't believe you would ask that of me. Don't you know this is my plan? Why would you throw, you know, throw a crowbar in the wheel? Why would you why would you change my plan on me or ask me to do something different? Then you have a control problem. If you are a if you are an individual or somebody married and you have a budget and you must stick to it by the dollar by the penny and if anyone comes up and needs something from you or if something breaks it is it is all of a sudden it is the worst thing in existence to have happened because it wasn't your plan then you have a control problem you need to loosen up you need to work in some flexibility into your money plan here's the last scenario If you are a married couple or you are in a partnership of some sort and your partner or your spouse is limiting access to money, limiting your access, controlling your ability to make money, controlling your ability to use money, controlling your ability to invest or to take care of yourself with money or, or maybe you have dependents, maybe you have kids. If your spouse, your partner is, is limiting your ability to take care of yourself and your kids, your dependents, then that is a controlling spouse 
That is too much financial control, and that is called financial abuse. If you recognize that your partner is financially abusing you, then you need to seek marriage counseling and you need to seek to understand why. It could be an accident. It could be just their nature, okay? They haven't worked through their control issues. They've gone from that individual who had control issues over their life and their money, and then you guys got married or started living together, and they don't know any other way. And instead of instead of you guys putting yourselves together as a team, he sees you or she sees you as a threat to their money. That's not a team. You need to talk it through. Find a couples counselor. A financial coach can help you. That is what I do in conjunction with a counselor or a therapist. I work with couples who who do have control issues or, or need to talk through their finances, maybe put their finances together or, or things like that. But if there's financial abuse and it's actually turned into emotional abuse, um, any other kind of abuse as well, that's, I mean, an, a marriage counselor needs to be involved or a couples counselor and maybe some individual counseling as well. Uh, that That requires more training than I have. So, so what do you do? You talk to the person, you talk to your partner, make sure that you are communicating around this based on his or her reaction. That's when you, that's when you escalate. So if you find that you are uh, in a relationship and you are being financially abused, You need to go talk to a professional and put together some sort of contingency plan, figure out how to take care of yourself. Group Financial Coaching is a group that's getting out of debt together. We celebrate wins, keep each other accountable, and tackle the hard life questions that come up. If you wish you had a group of like-minded people to lean on and learn from, join us in Group Financial Coaching. We're here to help you get to financial independence and have fun on the journey. Learn more at saverstreet.com slash group financial coaching. If you find that you are the abuser and you are financially abusing your partner or your spouse, it's not going to be easy to stop, but that's exactly what you have to do. You have to stop the abuse. You cannot be the sole controller of the money. You have to give your your partner or your spouse access. You have to allow, you have to come to an agreement on how you're going to handle money. You can't just be heavy handed on this is how we're going to do it. And this is what we're going to do. It is a dialogue. It is a conversation. It is an agreement that you need to have. And if you cannot come to agreement, that is, that's what a financial coach and a marriage counselor is for both of them, because there are some underlying values that you have that are not in alignment with your partnership or your marriage. If you are having control issues over money, if you are the person who is trying to control the money, try to figure out why. Why is this so important to you? What are you running from? What are you afraid of? What are you trying to get 
What are you trying to buy for yourself? Are you a gambler? What are you doing? Go talk to someone. We live in community for a reason. We cannot help ourselves with some of these things. We're stuck in our own brain, stuck in our own circle, and you need someone else. This episode is a little bit different because it is so heavy. It is about a topic that a lot of people don't want to discuss, and it's touchy. It affects a lot of people, a lot more people than you know. I have found very few couples, yes, they come to me as a, as a financial coach, so I, I have a bias selection, but I've seen very few couples in my life who have a healthy relationship with money together. So if you find that you don't have a healthy relationship with money together, you need, you need to fix that. It is one of the top reasons that couples don't survive together, don't, don't thrive together fix it. Could you imagine how great your life would be if you didn't have that problem? It would be amazing. So my husband and I, the other day, as you can imagine, uh, I have a lot of control over our finances. Uh, He trusts me pretty implicitly and I could, I had the option actually the other day of kind of taking advantage of it. I was thinking, all right, well, we have, we have a little bit, we could put in investments instead of sucking away for like an extra, extra emergency fund. I felt like, okay, well, there's a little bit much and this business is going well now, helping a lot of people, getting a name for myself. People like this financial coaching thing. They like the career coaching I'm doing. And so we can start kind of putting some of our extra, extra emergency fund into investments. So I had an idea for that, uh, which I can't get into because I'm not a financial advisor. And he was like, okay, yeah, go for it. Well, I I felt like, all right, well, I could do it. I could set all these things up and then just like give him access or sign him up as a joint person. But I felt like that might not be totally honest. It might not be good for him and good for our relationship. Our marriage comes first. I do. I like money. (laughs) I just, I don't know. I just find it comforting to have solid early retirement egg, you know, I'm, I'm 33 years old and I am happy that we paid off our house and that I could kind of retire early and branch out and do this other thing. And if it doesn't work, I have like, I have like a decade or two before I have to go back to the office before I would have to start working again. And we would be fine. I might actually never have to. So that's why I started this thing. That's why I did this. Anyway, we call that FIRE, financial independence, retiring early. We're kind of lean FIRE right now, and we spend a little above that, so so it's not lean FIRE forever. I need to make a bit more money for us to get to fat FIRE, and then we'll be fine. But anyway, so I could I could invest this money, and he wouldn't be any the wiser. He really wouldn't care. But I thought that branched out a little too far away from where our goals as a couple are around our communication and around our relationship. And our goals as a couple are to always be honest with each other, to make joint decisions about big things, to always put God first because we are both Christian. He's a minister and I volunteer with his ministry and I love God and I love Jesus. So does he. And, you know, and to put our relationship 
over the relationships that we have with our children so that our children always feel secure. And so that when we have an empty nest, we have a relationship, all of those things, looking at those priorities, looking at, you know, and they're not in order. Those are just some of the goals that we have. All of those things flew right in the face of me making these financial decisions as, as my own person. Now he would have kind of been okay with it because he trusts me, but I didn't think that we would have been okay with it together. If you get what I mean, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have furthered the goals of our marriage. So I haven't done it yet. Taking a step back and we're going to do it together. We've discussed 529s. We've discussed brokerage accounts. Who knows what we'll actually settle on, what that investment is for, but we're going to take a step back and do it together. All right. So that's it. I've given up my control problems. I've talked a little bit about money and control and what you can do about it. But honestly, the number one thing is to seek help. If you find that this is a problem for you, it is so personal. It is so much something that you have to work on with other people that I, I, you have to go seek help, whether that's with me or with another financial coach or with a marriage or a couples counselor, please seek help. If you find that you have control issues with money. All right. This again, this was a bit of a different episode. I hope it was helpful for you and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Have a great rest of your week. Thank you for listening to this episode of Living a Budget. I'm glad you're here. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate our podcast on iTunes or whatever you're using to listen. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at saver.street. And if you need help with your personal finances, feel free to book a complimentary consultation at saverstreet.com. We'll help you find what you need in your journey to financial independence. I'll see you in the next episode.